You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, welcome to JRE for Genevieve, I believe episode 8. Genevieve, love you buddy. And uh, hopefully we can take something away from this episode. But uh, here we go. Um, so flying solo today and, um, last couple of weeks, I thought it might be helpful as, uh, this podcast, um, is very new and trying to find maybe, um, its scope. I put a little time into thinking about that and, uh, over the first ep- seven episodes, talked about a lot of different stuff, everything from politics to religion to education to, um, you know, ideal traits for children. And, um, it's all good information. Really enjoy talking to all the different guests. Um, but I, I think it was brought up a couple of times and, uh, I thought it was a good point is some of the conversations got off and, um, you know, why, why I think they can still be helpful, just keeping in mind and keeping that geared towards how it might be helpful um, for Genevieve uh, in, in, in the future, um, kind of keeping that in mind. So I started to think um, what might be helpful. And I started to think, you know, how you bracket your life as far as your time. Uh, you know, when you're a kid, you may be home most of the day. Um, with your parents or at daycare, then you get in this big chunk of life where, um, you know, you're in the education arena, you're going to uh, kindergarten through 12th grade, possibly some college. And then you got this even larger chunk after that when you're, um, working or in the workforce, or even if you're not in the workforce, you're doing something with your, uh, time that you're trying to get better at or do well or whatever it may be. So, uh, while, while these three areas are very generic, um, and, and the, the first part I didn't really label, but you got education, you got work. And then it seems like the other big part of that is, uh, relationships, which we've touched on quite a bit. Um, you know, you go to school and you go home. And you're dealing with those relationships with friends and family. Same thing with after work. When you get older, then uh, you may be dealing with uh, relationships of a significant other or kids. Um, and and I thought it might be interesting since we touched a lot of subjects already in previous episodes. Uh, kind of come up with some big ones that you could ask a bunch of different people about. Something everyone's kind of had experience with and get a bunch of different perspectives because I think that's um, what's very helpful and something that I can't give because I just have my own perspective. Um, I think touching on the uh, the big ideas but from a lot of different angles uh, may be more helpful than touching on a hundred different ideas but just kind of glossing over them. So uh, I picked those three things. I think they're very important. I'll talk a little bit about them today. And then if there's time, maybe go back through some of the first episodes and see how they relate to those episodes and how um, that can relate to uh, Genevieve moving forward. Um, so if, if it wasn't clear, those three areas I have are relationships, education, and work. Um, 
like I said, I think those three things are going to take up the largest amounts of your time as you go through life, Genevieve. Uh, I think if I can see you in the future and I feel like you have, you know, healthy relationships you have with other people and yourself, um, that you are curious still even after you get older and you're still trying to learn and get better um, and you feel successful in that area. And then in work, regardless of what you do, but um, if you're not dreading going to work, if you feel good about going to work and working hard and and producing a, a good or service or whatever it may be, that's uh, that you feel good about putting in a good day's work and that's a, a positive part of your life, uh, I, I think I'd be selfishly very happy and content um, knowing that you had a, a better grasp on those three areas uh, kind of going forward. So that, that's what we're going to try to do today. We'll talk about all three of them. Obviously, they all uh, relate to each other. Um, and I was thinking today coming in, you know, kind of the the goal is for parents or at least for me is, you know, try to try to set you up so you can control or have a better chance of more happiness or contentment or, um, I mean, call it a bunch of different things. But, I mean, you're a happy kid. So I think uh, in a lot of ways, maybe I don't want to overthink it. I think a, a lot of it may be just preparing you and preventing uh, kind of that joy you have, that quick to smile and quick to laugh and quick to be silly characteristic. Just try to keep that from um, from being beaten out of you, <laughs> I guess, as you get older. Because uh, I think there's a lot to learn from that, and I definitely learn from you every day. Um, but I, I think that's part of the equation. So I just have a couple notes before we dig in the first episodes. Um, so, and we've talked about all of these in past episodes, but I just want to go over them a little more deeply, how they relate to each other, and kind of already talked about why I think they're important. Um, but as far as relationships, so you're born first five years of your life or whatever before you get into the education uh, arena, you're you're you are really dealing with. Um, maybe not a lot of relationships, but that's where a lot of your education is coming from. Whether you're, you're at home with a parent or you're going to daycare, um, this is your, your first education before your formal education. And you're, you're copying a lot of things. You're probably not thinking about what you're doing right now. Right now you're trying to, uh, grow and learn, um, but as you get older, I think you'll start to look at the different relationships you have. And I, I, th- I think that's good. I think that's healthy to know why you're in a relationship with somebody, whether it's a work relationship uh, or personal or a friendship or uh, a parent-child relationship. And, and kind of examine that relationship. Um, why is it there? How did you come into that relationship? Uh, what is everyone expecting out of the relationship? And then once you've examined that, is, is that relationship um, healthy? Um, 
And, and if it's not, how do you either find healthy relationships or nurture relationships to become healthier? Because I think we've just talked so much about how big a part of everyone's lives other people are. And um, I think the other two, education and work, if you're dealing with bad relationships, you know, at school or at work or at home, uh, everything else kind of can take a back seat um, just because, you know, those relationships are, are so pre- prevalent. And if they're not healthy, it's hard for other aspects of your life to be healthy, um, it can seem. So just stressing the importance of that. Um and then I already mentioned relationships obviously are a big part of your educational and work experience. Um, and, and the others are, are related to others as well. As far as education, you know, you just started kindergarten this year. Um, you know, you'll be in the educational system for the next 12 to 16 years. And that's really going to frame um, a lot of the way you see the world. I think you're definitely getting some feedback at home as well. Uh, that's where you're learning to largely socialize. Uh, we, we had an education episode where we talked about, you know, uh, the pros and cons of the current um, system. But I, I like to think of education in a little broader uh, sense as well because it's not just going to school. In fact, going to school is probably the smaller part of that. A lot of it's kind of a, a mindset um, constantly questioning everything, being curious, because um, if if you don't like to learn, if you don't understand the importance of learning, you go probably go to school for a hundred years and not get that much out of it, um, because you're basically just going there to sit and regurgitate or whatever it may be. So. And I think you're naturally this way, uh, Genevieve, and I think your your mom and I try to promote this um, curious aspect, kind of this uh, love of knowledge, but, um, you know, getting you into reading, exposing you to a lot of different things. And that carries over to work and relationships. Obviously, uh, when you start working or have a job, uh, you're not going to know everything. And... Uh, Whatever occupation you choose, it's probably going to be constantly changing. So the importance of staying updated with that profession is going to be of the utmost importance. A lot of times how well you do your job is dictated by how well you know your job um, in addition to, you know, the time and effort you put in. So... I don't want you to think that after you graduate high school or college, you know, the education part of your life is shut. Uh, it should be anything but that. Um, and you should be constantly be trying to learn. I mean, where, wherever you are, there's no reason to learn from uh, the people or the environment or the situation around you. And um, I, I think life is just a little bit more interesting or enjoyable when you are learning, when you're not stagnant. Um, and I, I think this comes into relationships as well, of trying to learn from a friend or a coworker or a partner um, is one of the uh, best benefits, I think, from you know any relationship is learning different perspectives, different information. Um, 
And then also just the education relationships in general, you know, knowing how they work, how they're all different, how everyone sees situations differently and trying to navigate through that, um, not getting frustrated when everyone doesn't see things like you do, even if you see them and they appear to be crystal clear, uh, knowing that everyone's working with, you know, partial information and uh, just doing their best with that. But, um, yeah, focusing on what you do have in common with people as opposed to kind of what may separate you. Um, I think can be helpful on the relationship side. Um, so kind of touch on relationships and education and then wanted to get into, uh, work. So, and I think this in a broader sense too, work isn't just where you go and, uh, collect a paycheck, although that may be the larger part of, uh, your work life and <laughs> your life in general after you uh, graduate. But um, I think work is kind of anything you do. I mean, I think when you're going to school, then school is your work. Uh, that's what you do during the day. That's what you're trying to get better at. That's what you're trying to achieve something through. Um, and then obviously that changes into more of a professional setting once you graduate. But you're going to be doing things outside of work as well, different projects, different hobbies. Um, and I think it, it's good to uh, look at anything you're doing, seeing if it's making you happy, seeing if it's making the most of your talents, um, seeing if it's a good fit for you, if you should be looking for something else, what you're looking to get out of that work or hobby or whatever it may be. Um, and j just to make sure, you know, you're, you're setting yourself up for uh, success. Uh, let's see. So that's kind of how I want to um, – I've tried to narrow down the scope of the podcast going forward. So uh, currently my goal is with future guests really hitting on these three and getting their feedback um, on these three. And then hopefully with them sharing their perspectives on these three, it'll give you a more well-rounded um, view of these different aspects that hopefully you can try to incorporate or prove or disprove with your personal experience. Um, but I think, I think that might be, might be helpful, or at least that's the goal. Um, all right. So let's see what we got. We got some time. I thought it might be nice to do a little recap on the first first seven episodes. This might be a little choppy, but um, but kind of go through the recap and see if we can hit any of these three buckets: the relationship, education, or work buckets. And see how, um, what we can pull from those first episodes to kind of go along with this idea of narrowing down this uh, scope of the podcast. Uh, so the first episode, episode one, uh, was just me, 
Um, it got pretty philosophical from beginning to end. Uh, but I think a lot of the ideas expressing that podcast can work with all three of those buckets. Uh, we talked about ignorance, causation, social structures. Um, but if we take ignorance, I think you could easily put that um, along all three of those buckets. Relationships. Uh, I think you're going to find people that have all kinds of different perspectives. Um, we talked about they are working with different information, but no one has all the information. And I feel uh, focusing on that is more helpful than focusing on the you know, the different data or facts that we have that we feel are complete that we want to argue about. Um, I mean, there, there's a time for debate, obviously, but maybe starting from that point of, you know, we're all, we're all different and we're all can learn something new can be healthy and, and taking that ignorance to the education. I think that's the, you know, the reason education exists. And I think if you take education or knowledge or the search for knowledge down to its core, it is uh, people's realization that they are ignorant and uh, they want to learn more, whether that's to, you know, help control their environment or simply improve their um, their percentage of surviving or being successful or whatever it may be. Uh Knowing your own ignorance, I think, is is helpful there and can, can really open up a world once you know that you don't know a lot and there is so much to learn. Um, it can be kind of exciting. And then obviously with work, uh, especially when you start a job, uh, you're not going to know much. There's going to be a lot to learn, not only about the job itself, but I think you're going to find that uh, with a lot of jobs, the majority of it is – the people you're working with, um, and, and and maybe not everything you learned in school, but some of the uh, other traits that we've we've discussed about uh, the importance of being hardworking and uh, being willing to learn and being able to put in a little bit more work, um, and I think knowing that you don't know everything is a good place to start from. From there. Um, on on the work side, uh, we also talked about causation, just the the way that um, you know things happen because of what has come before to a large degree. Um, we go into education, and this is I feel like one of the foundations of science. You know, um, this happened and this happened. That's why this happened. I mean, that's the whole reason. I think you can. Um, you can recreate uh, experiments in a lab because you know exactly what's going to happen if you produce the, uh, you know, if you produce the right circumstances for that to happen. Um, you put a, if I can think back this far, if you put a candle under a beaker and you take the oxygen away from it, you know that candle is going to go out because it needs oxygen. Um, we, we, we know there's a, an order to nature. Uh, and, and if you don't understand something in the education arena, trying to figure that out, knowing if something's happening, it's being caused by something else. 
and whatever's happening now is going to cause something in the future. Um, I think you're going to find that people are hesitant to um, to admit that this affects them in in more ways uh, than one. But I think it is also helpful to look at any relationship you're in if you don't understand um, the way someone is th- thinking or acting or speaking, maybe before just judging it and reacting, um, maybe considering why that's happening. And you may not be able to come up with an answer or a reasonable answer, but I, I think uh, knowing there probably is a reason that you are not uh, aware of or privy to um, just kind of, again, fosters that idea of understanding as kind of a base or foundation as opposed to immediately reacting or, or judging. Um, and then and it worked too. I mean, I think you're, you're going to be, you're going to find it to be successful in any occupation to reach whatever goals that you set. Um, that, I mean, just about every job is going to, give you a procedure for getting there and uh, you know you contact this many clients and you do this and this and this on average you're going to get this and this and this response um, so finding th- those cause and effects not only in education but in work in relationships and and just giving you a bigger and better understanding of, of those three buckets I think can be helpful um, let's see Mm-hmm. Have intent on here. I'm not going to hit everything from these first episodes, but intent definitely applies to all three. Um, relationships. I think you're going to find that you're going to be thrown into a lot of different relationships just because of your proximity to people and where you go to school and who happens to be in your class and who you happen to work with. Um, and and just having an, an innocent intent to, uh, or I guess trying to dictate or figure out why they're doing what they're doing um, and just making sure you're doing things with a positive intent. I don't know. I just think about one, that one more. <laughs> that come off as smoothly. But... Um, and definitely an education intent, uh, trying to figure out why you're learning what you're learning. I think that's a, a big part of um, making sure your your education is efficient and gets you what you want is um, maybe having a goal or knowing what you want to get out of a book or a course or from a teacher um, and and ask questions. Don't don't just take that information and store it away or try to remember as much as you can. Try to figure out what you can pull out from that information, why it's important. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say any information is worthless, but I think there's definitely some information that's uh, more important than others. I mean, um, you're going to learn a lot of information and it's all going to be on that spectrum. So kind of kind of knowing what you want to get out of your education, I think, can help you uh, kind of mold your education so you're getting the information and data 
that is going to help you reach your goals as opposed to uh, just taking what's given to you. Might be helpful. Uh, Hit a lot in this first one. I think the last thing I'll hit on episode one was we talked briefly about motivation, uh, why you and people around you do what you do. Um, And, you know, I I think this goes along with intent to a large degree. Uh, I I think it's good to kind of question your motivation with uh, the relationships you're in. Uh, We touched on this, but... Um, why do you hang out with the friends you hang out with? Uh, why do you work with the people you work with? Um, you know, once you, or if you decide to, you know, get married or have a significant other, what it is in that person, uh, what motivates you to make that commitment to that person? And then, um, with kids, if you're looking to have kids in the future, I think, and this is a better question for before you have kids, <laughs> but uh, understanding why you want to do that um, and then kind of knowing the reality and, um, you know, knowing the reality and making that decision with that knowledge, uh, trying to figure out what you're looking to get from it and what you're giving in return. And um, if that makes sense, I think so often we get, you know, thrown into situations where, you know, you, you take a job and you're working with maybe the same same 10 people for 10 years just because you happen to, you know, be around them or they were also hired at that same company or building. Um, so you're not going to be able to pick all your relationships, but, but the you know, any relationship you had, the ones you pick, being careful about those, and the ones that you don't pick, um, you know, looking at them, questioning them, and trying to uh, make them as healthy as possible. Because even if you're po- not picking them, um, trying to trying to nurture them so they're productive for both ends is ultimately going to be best for everyone involved. Um, talked about work motivation, and that goes back to intent with education, what you're trying to get out of education, um, I think is very important. What's the, what, what functional information or what functional aspect for, uh, are you gaining from the information you're getting in your educational experience? I think is big. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Episode two. Uh, Bill was the guest that day. We talked about uh, character traits for a child uh, or, or a grown-up or a person or a child that will ideally hold on to that trait through adulthood. Um, we talked about being introspective and self-aware. Obviously, I think this is huge for relationships, um, looking at yourself and, and kind of seeing um, maybe your flaws, your strengths uh, before or while you do that with others that you're um, involved with or around. Um, same thing with education, being self-aware and introspective, kind of questioning your education, asking those questions um, I think is big. And then also with work, I mean, um, looking at your work, looking at uh, those you work with, 
trying to be successful and also making those around you successful. I think it's important. Uh, we talked about communication, which again hits all three. And I, and I think this is um, important. Like, like I, I feel like everything we're talking about, even if it doesn't fall directly under relationships or education or work. You can, you can definitely. Um, there, there, there's a bridge there to talk about basically all three of them with, with any other uh, conversation you're having. Um, so that that's kind of when I, kind of the idea when I have going going forward. Um. We talked about communication. Obviously, that's important in relationships. Everyone's seeing everything differently and trying to get on the same page through communication. Uh, doesn't mean you're always going to be able to get to uh, a middle ground or a compromise, uh, but doesn't mean you, you, you shouldn't try. Um, I think you're going to realize that you can do a lot through communication, the, the words you use and the way you use them and the way you say them. Uh, has has a huge impact on, um, I think, the health of a lot of your relationships. Um, so communication is is a big part, and learning to do that effectively uh, and civilly, I think, is is big. Um, obviously, in education as well, as you deal with classmates and teachers, and in work, as you work with bosses or coworkers or whoever it may be, clients, um, a lot of them are going to do a better job for you and with you if they have a good working relationship with you, if um, they feel like they're going to get, you know, be treated equally and fairly and, you know, they can come to you with a problem and, and know they're going to have a discussion as opposed to an argument type of thing. Uh, let's see. Bill brought up perseverance, which, again, I think it's all three. I think he talked um, you know, a lot in work, obviously. You're going to run into a lot of failures. That's fine. Learn from them. Don't dwell on them. Keep going. Uh, make sure you have goals and work to achieve those. Um, you have goals in education as well. Uh, it, it may seem like a, a long road, but taking it a step at a time, um, knowing you'll get there or knowing you'll be closer to where you want to get if you're constantly, um, going as opposed to, you know, staying down every time you, you hit a hurt or things don't go your way. And then maybe most importantly in any kind of relationship you have, um, it's, it's not always going to be, uh, a better roses <laughs> or go perfectly, whether that's, you know, in your personal life with friends at work or uh, at school. Um, but just because it doesn't work one day doesn't mean it may not work the next day. And I think some of your stronger relationships are going to be the ones that have gone through uh, ups and downs, but um, both sides have kind of persevered with um, common positive goals, and you guys have reached those together, ideally. Uh, let's see. Talked about hard work, intention, courage. I think those are all 
good and fit in all three. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. In episode three, my dad was on. We um, we started talking about one thing, but got pretty heavy into the religion side of things. Um, and I just had some notes from that episode. Do do. We talked about religion. And really, that one and the next one, we talked about just belief structures. Um, There's a lot of belief structures out there, Um, ones you're getting from society. There's a lot of religions that will have one that's uh, ready for you to follow. Um, Ideally, kind of with this podcast, I'm giving you some ideas where you can create your own or if you have another one to help. Use a scaffolding so you're not starting from scratch. Um, you know, I think there's pros and cons with any belief structure. Uh, my dad mentioned in, in the last podcast, um, you know, he he went to the military as well, which has a very distinct belief structure as well. Uh, you know, there's going to be a belief structure at home with your parents um, or anybody's home, the way their household is run how strict or lax it is, uh, what they deem as permissible or okay, and what they don't. Um, So, and fortunately on the religion side, I'm not super uh, sensitive to that, which my dad and I talked about a little bit. Uh, As far as the spirituality part, I I don't think I have a a real sensitive... um, radar for spirituality, but uh, definitely invite you to go take a look at that, check that out. If there's any way I could be helpful, um, you know, I, I think you gotta, you're going to want to experience a lot of different things and check out a lot of different uh, options, which I think is all good. But I think in the end, just, uh, again, questioning why you're doing it, what you're getting out of it. Um and if 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 it's worth it and, and going from there. Uh, my dad and I talked a lot about, you know, religion being so similar in, in a lot of their ideologies and, um, you know, obviously different in others. But I think rationally, and you get these from Eastern philosophies or, or just from thinking through them, um, a lot of the stuff that religion teaches is – very good, and you can get there from a rational place, whether it's being good to yourself or being good to others or being honest, uh, not stealing. Um, you know, a, a lot of it, is, you can boil it down to being a good person and um, trying to do what's best for yourself and the people around you. Um, and you can spend your whole life trying to <laughs> do that as well as you can. Uh, but but I, I understand, um, and, and your sensitivity to uh, spirituality might may be higher than mine. Um, I do understand some people really wanted to have questions about, you know, you know, a- after we're not on this earth anymore, before we came here, and um, I can I can totally re- respect that. So we'll definitely have to have more of those conversations as you get older. 
Um, but some of the other things I had down is I think what a lot of people are looking for through religion and may find it. I mean, they're searching for truth. Um, and I think that's gonna, that comes through with relationships and education and work, obviously education, uh, self-explanatory, but, uh, we're searching for truth. I mean, even in relationships, we want good relationships, whether we're, um, you know, what are we trying to do here? I mean, I've mentioned that I want you to be uh, happy or content as an adult. And I think a lot of times we're trying to get that through relationships. We're trying to find relationships that work um, where, you know, we're contributing and we're also getting something out of it. And it's leading to that end of uh, being happier, ideally for everyone involved. Um but searching for truth, same thing with work. I think we're all trying to get something out of work, some kind of fulfillment, um, obviously paying the bills. But um, I think there's a lot of those philosophical questions that were brought up with Brett in the education episode that I don't think are really hit on um, in the traditional education arena there, it's more facts and figures, um, and getting ready for the workplace, it seems. But some of these bigger philosophical thoughts, I mean, why we're here, what we're trying to accomplish while we're here, may seem uh, frustrating to think about because maybe you never get to a definite answer. Um, but I, I think it, I think a lot of those answers or just maybe the experience of going through those thought experiments um, can kind of dictate the way you perceive the world, and then that's going to dictate the thoughts you have and the actions um, you make, and, and to some degree is going to dictate you know the quality to, of life you have, I think. Um, so... Once again, I think all this is good stuff to think about, good um, good conversations to be had. And I, I like just, just going through these. I, I like kind of relating them to these three areas, and, and hopefully they'll, they'll be helpful. Uh, let's see. Episode four <laughs> with Bill. We talked about politics. And I think this is one where um, it, it was kind of obvious where we, we try to, uh, you know, create a bridge to how this might be helpful for you, Genevieve. You know, uh, politics is kind of governing people, and that applies whether it's a country, which we kind of spent our time talking about the problems on the country level. But for you growing up, I think it's really going to um, be with, you know, that relationship bucket, um, you know, you're making friends in kindergarten um, and you're going to be in groups of two people and five people and ten people. You go to dance, which had, uh, what had ten people in your class. You have teachers. You have parents. And all these are different structures where um, you're either the kid taking advice or lessons um, or you're the student trying to learn something new, or you're the friend uh, to one or more people. And uh, I think even at that point, you're finding that 
there's different power structures for different reasons, um, sometimes to give you information. But in the sense of um, the friendships, I think even on that small level, you're going to have um, kids or people that are want to be your friend for different reasons. And you might want to be other people's friends for different reasons. But um, how they're, they're going to be everything from, you know, the way they want the relationship to go, whether it's a power struggle in kindergarten, I don't know if that means playing hopscotch instead of jumping rope. But um, as you get older, you know, and you get into, um, you know, these, I don't know if you'd call them political groups of different sizes of two, five, ten people, uh, you're going to deal with a lot of different people with a lot of different perspectives that want to accomplish a lot of different things and trying to do that peaceably or with everyone on the same page uh, as the group size gets bigger, gets exponentially harder. And so you're left um, probably feeling like you know what the best decisions are, at least the decisions that are going to benefit you the most, and then left with a lot of people who have different feelings on that subject. Um, and then I think that's why it's important also to you know, realize everyone um, is, is working with a different set of information, which is probably why they want different things and want to accomplish it in a different way. Um, but I think it's important not to get frustrated. Uh, maybe do what you can to affect the situation positively, knowing it's not always going to go that way. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, you're going to be dealing with politics for the rest of your life, whether it's on a small or large scale, and kind of just maybe understanding that that's going to happen and not expecting people to think like you um, or even the majority of people, even though it may be crystal clear to you why something is the way it is, which I know can be frustrating. Um but I think it's even more frustrating when you expect people to think like you and then they don't act like you think they should. And then you're, it's, uh, you're going to spend a lot of time not liking people for why they're different than I think, uh, maybe a healthier perspective would be realizing everyone's different and working from kind of a place of, uh, mostly ignorance. And that way, I don't know if I want to say not to have your expectations too high for people because um, I'm not sure that's the case, but to some degree that that's what I'm saying because to save you from being disappointed by people and having that fill up your headspace, um, just focus on what you have in common and working with that as a base as opposed to your differences, I guess. So, that was episode four. On episode five, your mother, Katie, was on, and we kind of continued um, the character traits discussion that I started with Bill. She had a lot of the same ones. 
perseverance. She mentioned self-control, which I think uh, is very important and might go along with being introspective or being self-aware, thinking about what you do and say before you do and say it. Uh, We talked about politeness. Um, I think that was off my list, and I can't stress that enough, whether it's in relationships or education or work. Um, it, it's very hard to find a time or opportunity where it makes sense not to be polite, you know, thinking about what you say and how you say it, regardless, um, is it regardless how you feel? I think so. Like, even when you don't feel like saying the nicest thing, (laughs) there's a way to communicate that, I think. Um, you know, with the words you choose and the order you put them in and the tone you use to deliver them that can get the same message across and sometimes even clear when you um, take that immediate emotion out of it. Um, But when you're talking to teachers or classmates or friends or parents, anyone you're very close with, uh, definitely at work with customers or coworkers. Um, I think being polite is such a such a huge character trait, um, and, and all these character traits. I think we talked about this too. Is uh, you know trying hard and uh, being polite and being positive and having you know self control. All these things was again probably aren't being um, prioritized in the education system. Ideally, they're being prioritized at home, which I think your mom and I are trying to do. Um, But I I feel like these are the things that are going to make you happier than uh, the information you're learning from certain subjects at school. Not only are they going to make you happier, but more successful. I think uh, I forgot who I was talking to but if I was starting a company and I had to hire you know 20 people um, it you know it's great if they have a great education from a great school and um, you know they have great work experience which I think all that is very very important but in my experience in the work world it feels like I'd rather have a lot of these intangibles even if they didn't know, um, you know, the, the the business side as well. I think that's something you can learn. But I, you know, much rather have something who, uh, someone who can speak their mind politely and who was tough, who could persevere, um, who wasn't going to give up, who was, you know, going to be there in time and and work hard and get the work done, um, and all that is kind of irrelevant to, you know, the education work experience they've had. Um, and, and granted, you know, if you have work experience or education uh, from these, you know, top-tier schools, you know, th- those are usually rigorous programs which are going to require a lot of these traits to, to come to fruition, whether it's, you know, hard work or perseverance um, or whatnot. But... Um, yeah, and, and I think that's part of this podcast too, is uh, trying to give you information that to supplement all the other information that you're going to get out there, 
that I feel might be might be lacking, um, you know, in most people's education or in some people's education. Uh, so that was episode five. Episode six. Uh, talked about education with Brett. Uh, do, 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 do. And obviously, this would fit in the education bucket. Um, but we talked about the purpose and goal of education, which we've kind of hit on. Kind of know what you want to get out of um, education and work and relationships. And I think this is kind of interesting because I think when you get a job, you're going to be wondering if this is the right job for you. And the only way to really find that out is to go get another job and compare it to it. Um, I think a lot of people, and I fall in this category too, is, you know, once you get a job, um, you you don't really look for another job unless you're really unhappy with your current job. Or that seems like what a lot of people do. Um, Although a lot of people will tell you you should be, you know, interviewing for – three jobs a year just to kind of see what's out there. Um, and, and and I think that's fair, especially for something that you may be doing for, you know, 20, 30 plus years. Um, you want to make sure that not, not the grass is greener type of thing, always thinking that something could be better, but some jobs are better and some jobs are better for your skill set and some jobs have, even if it's the same job, but at this other company, it's a different um, group of people that um, you feel better being around or you gel more with. Uh, so th- there's a lot of different factors. And, um, you know, most people go through their educational experience and then they'll take the first job or two that they're offered where I think there could be a better job and um, a better job of getting students prepared. And I'm sure some colleges do a great job of this and exposing them to a lot of different jobs in their field and, um, you know, candidates being a little bit more picky or especially once you already have a job, just constantly looking and see what's out there. Um, that gives you the best leverage anyways is when you're looking for a job and you don't really need one but um, may want to go to one if if it really looks like it's going to be a better fit. And, I mean, the, the current hiring um, process is is terrible for the candidate to get to know a job in, a, in an interview or for the um, company to really get to know a candidate in an interview it isn't the best. Um but what's out there for most companies. And, and yeah, uh, maybe fine to take the first job that's offered to you, but keep your eyes open. Um, kind of think about what you're looking to get out of a job, what you feel you're good at, what kind of people you want to be around. And, um, and yeah, don't just, just always keep your options open and know what's available and what you're interested in. And I think that goes to relationships too. Um, You know, I don't know, some smart person said you're like the accumulation of the five people you hang out with or something like that. 
And I think there's a lot of legitimacy to that. Uh, so the people you choose to hang around with are going to make a, are going to be a huge influence and can dictate largely how your day goes. Um, a lot of people you don't pick, you don't pick your parents. Uh, like I said, your coworkers, um, you, you pick your job, but not necessarily the people you're working with. And so I, I think that, um, brings up the importance of the relationships you do choose being very, very, very conscious and careful with those and the relationships you're forced into, whether at work or at home or whatever it may be, uh, trying to make sure those are as productive and um, positive as possible. And and that's another thing. I mean, you're, you're going to have a lot of friends growing up and it kind of comes back to the same thing with um, the jobs, you know, you're probably going to have a friend group from kindergarten that are your friends because they were in your class and that's who you're around. Um, and I know you've, you've met a lot of kids that are, are, are really nice and that's awesome. Um, but, you know, as you get older, you're going to be in different classes and different schools and uh, introduced to different people. And just kind of knowing what what kind of people um, you appreciate or make you happy or, um, you know, make your life better, I think is good. That way when you're – when you get into a situation where you're choosing anything from friends to lab partners to, um, you know, more serious partners when you grow up, that's it, – it, it's not a – it's a weighty decision and I think should be given that type of uh, priority. Um, let's see. I only got a couple minutes left. Uh, do, 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 do. The last thing Brett kind of mentioned that I really liked um, in the middle of the show was he was talking about something big in education now, the four C's, which I haven't heard of before. Critical thinking, collaboration, creativity, and communication. Um, and, and I think this is getting towards the point where it's getting some of those, uh, those, those skills that are more important in the workplace you know, introduce to students earlier and earlier. The critical thinking, not just getting information, but how do you use the information? How is it valuable? What can I use it for? Uh, and, and especially um, with a specific problem, is it useful in this problem? And if it is, why and how can I use it to find a solution? Collaboration, that's going to be huge. I remember doing group projects in school, and I hated everyone, and I think most of my classmates did too. Because we only did like two a year and usually the teacher picked the groups and it was people you didn't know or it was two people you didn't knew were not going to do their fair share. Um, and I think that's huge in relationships is you're going to be collaborating with people you're not choosing and um, you're going to have to find a way to be successful in doing it. And I think... 
um, that's important to learn at an early age. And I think a lot of that's on your mother and I to put you in situations where you can learn those lessons as well as talk through them. Uh, the third C was creativity. I think this is big, uh, just kind of maybe a thinking outside of the box uh, when it comes to education and work and relationships and just information. Um, you know, th- think of things in a different way. Uh, just because you're told something, uh, don't question it. Think, hey, you know, I'm being told uh, this happened because of this, but is there any other way that this could have happened? Are there any other factors that should be considered? Um, you know, find creative uh, solutions to problems. Uh, but creativity is, I, I think, is going to, um, yeah, it, it's going to come into play in education and work and relationships. And the last one we've touched on is communication. Uh, but what I really liked is, you know, we, I talked about hiring people for this fictional company. But if I could get 20 people that were good critical thinkers, collaborators, creative, and good communicators, um, I think those are our four priorities that I'm glad to hear is being implemented on some scale in um, the education arena. And hopefully that continues and gets down to all levels. Uh, so I'm sure you're tired of listening to my voice uh, without a guest today. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like these three. Uh, whether it'll stay that way, I think, will be dictated by the first couple uh, guests I talked to. But I like the fact that everyone's had experience with relationships and education and work, and everyone's experience has been different. So I'll be very interested in seeing, um, you know, those different perspectives and what I can learn from them and hopefully what you can learn from them. Um, and bring that to the table. But uh, that's all for today. Genevieve, love you, buddy. And uh, until next time.